This episode of The Great Equalizer is brought to you by Busy Bottoms Snappy Service, the best care for your baby's bum. Busy Bottoms gives parents the opportunity to enjoy all the benefits of modern cloth nappies without the hassle of all that washing. Stay tuned to this episode to find out more. This is The Great Equalizer, a parenting podcast about the realities of being a mom or dad in modern Josie. We are your hosts, Sam and Charlene, and we believe we're all rocking the same kind of crazy. So let's get real, let's get honest, and let's have a laugh about the ups and downs of our current upside down. Hashtag no judges. This week on The Great Equalizer, Sam is chilled like a lemon. Charlene is ready for some nuptials. And we talk modern cloth nappies. And what you do with all that poo. Hmm. Hello. Hello. How was your long weekend? It was good. It was good. I went away. Nice. And it was just the girls. It was just the girls. Thank the Pope for my uh, two best girlfriends who forced me to go on wine weekends away. (laughs) (laughs) The reason for this particular one was we had to celebrate our 10 anniversary. Okay, nice. (laughs) We met in a university and in our final year uh, is when we, we really headed off with each other. And so... 2019 counts as our 10th anniversary and they like we're going away ladies and that was like january and i'm just like okay they they boss me into things they boss me into dinners and they boss me into um you know holidays and they boss me into celebrating things that i'm just like are we really celebrating that are we doing that you know and they're just a ball of fun but you know what i think that okay let's just so these girlfriends don't have kids yet they don't. Okay. So I think this is what makes great friends because they know just what you need when you need it. And they know that when you tell them, listen, ladies, can we take the foot off the gas here for a bit? <laughs> they will do that. But they also know just how pushy to be mm. because otherwise you you don't make time for yourself. Exactly. So that's nice. It was like a, I And can I tell you, I, the whole weekend long, was we, would dr- we went to French Hook. Nice. Which has a wine tram. Mm. So literally, it's okay at half past nine to be sitting at a beautiful wine estate, wine tasting, having Chenin Blanc for breakfast. Yay. And I need this in my life. Yeah, it was totally acceptable. Nobody looked at me funny. (laughs) And um, so as we're going and we're on the train and and I want to turn around to my little person and go, Elijah, we're getting on the choo-choo-choo. No, you're not, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, and then we we drive past cows or sheep, and I and I like point and I look at my girlfriends and I'm like, you don't care <laughs> that there's a sheep or a cow. <laughs> Never mind. And then we get closer to the airport and I see this airplane taking off and I point and, I, and it's again. I say, you don't, mm. you guys don't care about airplanes taking airplanes. off. It was weird. Yeah. It was super weird. Um, but I did. Really take note of how relaxed I was. Mm. 
the funny thing is I came back home and immediately, like last night, I didn't sleep well. Because you feel like, I feel unprepared. like I'm So unprepared mm. and I'm thinking about the week ahead. What did I forget? I, you feel like you don't have all loose ends tied up because mm. you took your hand off the pulse a little bit this weekend. Mm. Mm. So I just, I want to take some of the calm that I had this weekend. not And not because I was liquored half the time yeah. online. Genuinely, I was just super chilled and happy, you know. But it makes such a difference from walking out the door. Like, I don't know if you felt this when wherever you were staying, when you walk out the door. I always, when I don't have my kids with me, I always feel like, shit, what mm. am I forgetting? Like, yeah, I like, don't have a million bags. I only have my... I don't have to worry about, did I pack shoes? Did I pack a warm jacket? Do I have the peanut sami? Do I have the popcorn? Do I have the squishy? Do yeah. I have the dummy? I got my crossbody bag on with only my things. What is miss? It was weird. It feels like you have too many hands and you yeah. don't know what to do with them. So, yeah. So, I mean, that that was different and weird. And I, I think I'd like to find a way to somehow bring that calm, Sam, from the weekend into my daily life. Mm. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm, I'm going to figure it out. That's my challenge. So, on that note, I, I feel like my bombing at momming was that I missed my kid so damn much we were at lunch yesterday and there was a woman with her little three or four year old and he was unfamiliar with the people they were sitting at the table with that they were visiting with and so he was clinging to his mom and and loving on her and I was just like oh it was this like gut-wrenching like maternal need for my little person for my little body oh shame yeah, so I mean, I suppose that's every mom, but I, I'm going to say that that makes me a good mom. Obviously, it does. Mm. It does because it means that you are still in tune with him, and that it, dare I say, it makes it all worth it. <laughs> because it, 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 I don't think that feeling will ever go, no matter how overworked or overstressed or overmommed you are. Yeah, I, I didn't go, fuck that shit. I, I'm happy not to have my little person with me. I'm just like, no, I had nobody to share in the joy of the train with mm. and nobody to show the sheepies on the grass. I must say, it happened to me once where I felt it was the kids were away and I, I was very overwhelmed and I finally made time to get them to visit with uh, grandparents just so I could have a bit of a breather and it felt like the day flew by and when it was time to go and fetch them I felt like I hadn't missed them at all and I wasn't ready for them to come back home and that's when I realized I was pushing myself too far mm. and that I needed to instead of having longer intervals between taking a break from them I needed to try and get into more of a routine of doing it regularly because that's not a nice place I didn't want to be that person Gotcha. So yeah, yeah. So it's good. So it ain't no good. shame if you are if you do find yourself in that place. It doesn't make you a bad mom, but it does. No, but you do feel a like a bad flag, mom, yes, right, yeah. because that made me feel even more guilty about the person that I was or the person I was becoming. Mm. Yeah. So speaking of guilt, my bad mom moment was that I bought him a lot of shit to make up for feeling <laughs> bad that I left him the whole weekend. Here's Sam, guys. Only <laughs> we give only four presents: something I want, something <laughs> I need, except for the rest of the year we had a book to open uh, every day of the the every night that I was away oh he had something to look forward to a surprise from mommy and then we had uh, our flight was delayed so I bought him a Paw Patrol lift the flap book oh nice and pop, even though you can get pop sticks anywhere it's not like yes but, but I was just like actually those 
let's just be honest yeah he doesn't give a fuck about the disc and pop sticks i do <laughs> it's something else i can collect and i want them and i'm using my child as an excuse so i bought him the <laughs> pop sticks book and i will continue in my collection just like i did the micro pops you know the stickies it, i got everyone and i'm um, yeah that is some you are committed I've got, a, I've got a problem is what i've got so i don't think so i am just surprised <laughs> that you're that committed i don't think i care enough about anything i shop enough about at discount to go like i need those i've i've earned those pop sticks i don't, I don't think i care about <laughs> things or, or, or i can't bring myself to care enough about things like that anymore so I, I, I'm inspired by you. Maybe I need to get... How have I become this nun? <laughs> so I think, Charlene, um, if you do go to Discam, please just... Can I have your pop? Don't just oh, say right. no. Yes, because I've been telling them, sorry, I don't <gasps> collect. What? Apologies. What? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. This week you will get some pop sticks from Thank me. Thank <laughs> you. So I guess that's also my bad mom moment. I collect pop sticks actually for myself, but I use my kid as an excuse. Excuse. Mm. <laughs> I've used my kid as an excuse before. Maybe there's an episode here. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so what about these nuptials? You are already married. Yes. What's happening with you? My brother-in-law is getting married. So my husband's brother, he's the best man. I'm a, a bridesmaid. The kids, it's their godparents. So the kids are a part of the entourage. It's been months planning. I don't know why. The bride is super chilled. I feel like I can't breathe. I'm so stressed. So it's just my... What are you stressed about though? I'm worried about whether everything will work out, what time my kids are going to take their nap, what time we're going to dress them to be ready Mm. to walk down the the aisle. And What time is the wedding? It's at three o'clock and then the night before I'm sleeping out because I'm, all the bridesmaids are staying together and so I'm, I mean, I'm not worried because I'll be with my mom, but I'm just nervous that um, if we run late the next morning, there's a lot of us that have to do hair and makeup and it shouldn't be my worry. They've Mm -mm. got, they've got makeup artists and hairdressers. I genuinely don't see us getting through all of our hair and our makeup um, in the morning. I, I genuinely have a feeling about this. We're not going to get through it. So I'm going prepared with my own makeup and my GHD in case something goes wrong because I'd rather do my own makeup and hair than have her mom or my mother-in-law or her, heaven forbid, not. But I'm sure, I mean, the makeup artist is not going to allow that. She's not going to be like, okay, let me do the bridesmaids no, yeah. and we won't do the bride. If, she's, if they start running out of time, hopefully they have the professionalism to say look we're not going to make it so you girls will just have to make do we're moving on to the bride now I don't know I feel nervous about it as all hell and just it's out of my routine so got it yeah yeah, I'm just trying to and I I feel like this week for me is a write-off because I'm still running around trying to find shoes for the kids do you know how hard it is to find smart dress shoes for a toddler size seven to go with a suit he's wearing a suit I, I, I can find school shoes. That's what I found. I can't put my kid in school shoes. And by the way, you don't find a toddler size seven in school shoes. <laughs> so even if I no, because w- they start school in grade one. Even if I were to put him, <laughs> even if I were to put him in school shoes, I can't find. So yeah, we're going to the plaza. I feel overwhelmed by this wedding, but I am trying to remember that it's not about me, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't be falling apart because the bride needs to seem like every, it needs to feel like everything's under control yeah so yeah 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 faking it till we make it okay yeah. good luck 
Thank you. Godspeed. Thank you. I'm May sure you find be, those shoes. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be just fine. And when the day comes, you know how quickly it goes by. Your yeah. wedding day just flies by. So yeah. then it all fades into nothingness. Anyway, however, I feel like, I know I always struggle to say that I'm bombing at momming, but I have a good one to tell this week. Awesome. Okay, so, let's hear it. So, you know, episode on tantrums, everybody who has been listening to us will know that I've been battling badly with Josh's meltdowns and that kind of thing. And so I um, had a, we had a tantrum that was seemingly leading into a meltdown. And I just remembered Philippa's advice from our tantrum episode, which I'd, I've heard this advice before, but I managed to keep a level head this time and actually implement it. And we were lucky enough recently to have had, uh, to have received our uh, book that Philippa also wrote, which uh, is Bella Bunny. Hello, yeah. the bunny. Yes. Hashtag this is not sponsored. We just love these books that much. Yes. And so I got the book and it's all about how uh, Bella's an optimistic, happy person and Bentley has got, he's grumpy and sad. And so Josh was going into this meltdown and I saw the book lying there and I thought, okay, Philippa said, just distract pretend that you're interested in something else and loudly verbalize what you're doing. So he will be for like having FOMO and he'll come over and look at what you're doing. I was highly skeptical that my crazy kid would actually do that. But I sat with dad and Jess and we read the book and I pointed out to Jesse how Bentley was a little bit grumpy and a little bit sad and it's okay to feel that way, but we can we can work on it together. And Josh just gradually calmed down and walked over, still had his like sad face on, but then verbalized why he was sad, whereas before he was just screaming and I couldn't figure out what he wanted, Mm. allowed me to give him a hug and we were all calm and we didn't have a meltdown. We just had an entry-level tantrum. (laughs) You did it. Yes. I was happy because a couple of weeks back I had a really bad moment where I lost my shit to the degree that I am still depressed over the person I became in that moment and the bad example I set for my child and I feel that I may have in that moment scarred him more than helped him so I've been trying to not go there and I was proud of myself for trying to keep calm well done however bad mom moments have to also happen (laughs) (laughs) and so I found myself Rhett's been working a lot and so when I have to get things done I just plonk these kids in front of yeah and so I'm sure people are listening to me and they're like and you wonder why your kid has tantrum issues because of too much screen time no judges man it is what it is when I need to get stuff done I just put them in front of the iPads to keep them quiet and at least I get through washing the floors and getting myself ready Mm. so yeah I'm feeling very guilty about the amount of screen time we're doing currently Mm. maybe you should keep the pop sticks and put that in front of them have them (laughs) Just kidding, they're not interested in popsticks at all. <laughs> at least Elijah isn't. It's um, me, it's all me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll keep the popsticks. <laughs> so, okay, we, we're moving swiftly along. I haven't said that in a while. Yes. <laughs> um, so just one more thing for us to be guilty about. Yeah. And that is that you and I, Charlene, are filling up our already depleting landfills with our kids' shit nappies. Oh my God, we are. <laughs> Let's discuss. 
Please remember, what we say on this podcast can only be considered the gospel on planets Sam and Charlene, respectively. Our kids and husbands can be assholes and angels at the same time. And only we're allowed to say so. And lastly, by virtue of the fact that we are women and it comes naturally to us, we reserve the right to change our minds and or contradict ourselves whenever we so choose. And we don't want to hear a damn thing about it. Hashtag no judges. So, Charlene, cloth nappies, what do you know? Sam, I know nothing. I legit <laughs> know. I can probably tell you in one sentence, I've heard that they come in very many cute designs. I know that they're good for the environment. I know that there are different types, some with insects and some not. And I know that some are bamboo and others not. I have no idea. All I know is that there is a huge movement of moms that I really respect and admire um, for having the dedication to do that. And I feel very guilty when I think about cloth nappies. That's all I know. I know. And it's rather, you'd rather just like stick your, your yes, head like in the sand. Yes, like an ostrich. I'm just, just like, no. so here, moms, here is, if, if you're going to judge me, go for it. Because I have used a lot of disgusting disposable nappies. Mm. And you know what? It's, frankly, I mean, I'm also a, a disposable nappy user and I'm so glad someday, most days, actually all the time, when I take that poo nappy and wrap it up nice and tight and I stick it in the tummy tippy bin and I don't have to deal with that smell and then I take that tummy tippy bin and I tie it, they're like it's very well made, they like get rid of the smell quite yeah. nicely and I just put it in my dustbin and every Thursday pick it up comes and gets it and it's out of... It's not your problem. But if I do, I mean I'm not even a recycler. I know, I was not going to admit that, but now that you have, I can. <laughs> not, and the school recycles and has sent us lots of info about doing it at home so that they can learn. I know. And I'm just, oh, I feel so bad. Listen, so bad. At least you're not ignorant. You know, you, you know about this class nappy thing. I am just, this ignorance is bliss for me is totally the way that I'm writing. I'm ignorant about it and I'm just, Continue. I'm not even trying to empower myself. <laughs> so listen, as I as I always say, I've had, I have a few friends, actually including you, who have boys one year ahead of Elijah. Most of them, they have boys, and and so I can always gauge, you know, what will happen with Elijah or what I will do at that stage, or I can always look ahead to okay, that's where they are, hmm, and kind of suss it out. And one of my good friends, when she was pregnant, she's just like, she's such an environmentalist. She recycles um, composts and does all the, the, the things, all the good things. And is very, she is also just like a domestic goddess. She doesn't ever throw food away. Somehow she always manages to use the leftovers and she's the kind of person that's like they they'll have like veggies from the night before and she'll make a frittata for breakfast oh right yeah she's just wonderful she is she's a domestic goddess and i just bow down to this woman and she when she was pregnant went to the um one of the mom expos and was schooled in cloth nappies and she's like this is amazing and she just took the bull by the freaking horns and did it. Now she's on her second child before she before her second child came. 
she potty trained her eldest and then all of those nappies that she had acquired, the cloth moms call it a stash. Mm-hmm. It's the lingo. Mm-hmm. I was I was in that lingo. I, I like tried, you know. She she could just use the stash with her second and and the it money is, she saved. The money she saved. Look, it does they cost per nappy, but No, and in the, the long fact, run. In the if long you had run, to do this on an Excel spreadsheet and you oh, had to calculate yeah into yeah. the future the numbers speak for themselves like you're looking into like tens of thousands of rand that you're saving yeah and then add that you know multiply that by the more kids you have and it's just it's a no-brainer in terms of the environment mm-hmm. it's a no-brainer in terms of um cost mm-hmm. and because of my friend i was just like well cool this i mean cool you can do this let's do this now um, she and I was just going to take a page out of her book. She only started when her eldest was sort of six to eight weeks, and I thought, let me get Elijah out of the newborn stage because otherwise you've got to buy special newborn nappies, mm-hmm. and then after a certain size or weight, I think from five kgs, it's a sort of a one size fits all. They've got different snaps, lots of different ways to put these nappies on. And those are those the snap ones or, or whatever. You also have, and we've got a mutual friend who uses the like flats mm-hmm. and folds them and then they use like little snappies. Very old school, but they have a modern way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, all right, so, I mean, I was I was using my friend as an example and... Um, was going and I was picking her brain every step of the way and she put me on all the Facebook groups and she put you know she answered all my questions and what I did was I she she kept saying to me you know what you prefer Mm. and so I went ahead while I was pregnant and each month bought a new cloth nappy of a different sort Mm -hmm. so I did a I did a faithful to nature bamboo one that particular one didn't I know didn't dry as nicely but it was so soft and then I got a I can't remember what the brand name was but it was like a homemade one with a beautiful pattern on a little fox pattern and it came with they call them pantaloons not pantaloons loons they Uh call them loons and those are sort of grow with me pants okay so they fit little ones you just fold them over and then as they grow the pants grow with them and they also the thing about cloth nappies is the bums are a bit bigger Mm. so the loons make space for the bums okay um, so I went and did that. I had one of those. I had your traditional like fancy pants ones that you can order off of take a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was intent on going for the bamboo inserts, I think, the softer ones instead of the microfiber. Microfiber is harsher on baby's bottom. I really did school myself. I've lost some of the the lingo and the the knowledge along the way, but I really tried and then Elijah was born. And oh my God. Were you overwhelmed? I was overwhelmed, stressed, uh, postpartum anxiety. And I tried at home. <laughs> this is where it started and ended. <laughs> oh, man. Because in, when they're newborns, they shit so much. <laughs> yes, they do. And I didn't have 30 to 40 nappies. I had six. Maybe. Yeah. And um, so I put it on and I sent Amy my friend who is this uh, the cloth nappy fundy in my eyes <laughs> and she, I was like look and 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 like what snaps do I use and what doesn't and she advised me and she sent me tutorials and um I put it on and it was super cute 
that maybe that one cute nappy lasted 30 minutes and then I had to change it but I've got like I just feel overwhelmed like I've got a handful and now this nappy's full of he didn't even poo in it it was just pee and I was just like no fuck this straight to the wash because you're supposed to have a separate bin yes and like a not a go bag but like a nappy bag for outside and then of course you're trying to be you know environment friendly so you don't have the plastic scented bags that us moms who don't give a fuck about the environment environment. (laughs) if you care about the environment you've got a cloth bag yes and then some moms even put like cat litter into a big like laundry basket and that's where they put their nappies so the smell is right it's clever yeah but they wait a week and i'm just too pedantic and anxious and overwhelmed Mm. and i'm just like it's going straight into the fucking and it's like this is like cloth stained with this smelly pee and I can't have this pee smell. And, I'm and can just you imagine those poo explosions, those mm. breast milk poo explosions that sometimes stain that like orangey color? <laughs> so I washed it and I washed it wrong. Oh. And the elastic all came loose. Oh. And that was like 400 bucks that I spent on this beautiful fox fabric nappy. And I was just like... Fuck this shit. Messaged my friends soon after and I was like, are you going to judge me if I, I use disposable? Don't do this. Because I, I can't. My kid at that stage had undiagnosed reflux, like silent reflux. I was struggling with breastfeeding. I was like, breastfeeding, I'm getting this breastfeeding thing right. I cannot do more. Mm. And I mean, that was that. That she was, said, that was no, the journey for you. That was my journey and I didn't try hard enough. To persevere. To persevere. But you know what? Like I was doing my utmost with a lot of other things. And that, that was that. Did you feel guilty about it for the first bit or did you just move on? Moving on. I did. No, I did feel a bit guilty. Is it? Yeah. You know, now that you're talking about this, I realized my, I had a very brief, uh, my, this has only just jogged my memory. I had a very brief um relationship with cloth nappies if mm-hmm. I may I was about six months pregnant and also went to a baby expo and interesting how <laughs> things affect us <laughs> but I arrived at a stand I had not ignorance had not heard about this cloth modern nappy, cloth nappies, modern cloth yeah. nappy thing my I had not read about it I had not I didn't even understand the concept and so I got to this little stand at this wedding ugh, not this wedding expo see I'm in wedding mode at this baby <laughs> expo and the lady that was selling these cloth nappies must have just gone for a smoke break because she returned and she... Oh, and you were pregnant. I was pregnant. Mm. And the smell, and she was holding this cloth, cloth nappy, and I don't know what it was. It didn't make me feel not, but I just felt... Near donkey. <laughs> I, I can, this looks like it's too hippie for me and I cannot deal with this. And it put me off, not off cloth nappies, but I think that experience just, it didn't make me want to investigate the option any further. Right. So to be honest, even if I had, even if I had gone into cloth nappies or tried it, I probably would have been put off by something else at another point and never pers- persevered anyway. I think it's in the washing also. Like it, for the me, when of I washing f- it, I felt like such a. You know, when you um are like washing your clothes and you're like doing well, and you're like, I'm doing this laundry thing. Yeah, I'm an adult, and then you mess bleach or some shit on it, and you're just like, fuck it, I hate being an adult, and I'm never buying anything that you can't just nick into the tumble dryer on a thirty second quick cycle. Mm, done. No, 
I'm not an adult <laughs> in this way. I'm not a good one, at, exactly. at, at least. And that's how I felt about about messing up that 400 rand nappy. Uh-huh. I was, no, I don't have it in me to, to give these nappies the proper care. But you know what, Charlene? We're going to get it all sorted today, right? Yeah. Obviously, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. I sure as shit don't because I fucked up a beautiful nappy. I, I haven't even... I don't even have it in me to throw it away. It's still in Elijah's cupboard with all of his disposable nappies. <laughs> you hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think let's just make a quick phone call because you know what? We're going to have an expert on the line. <laughs> Listeners, today we are interviewing Catherine Dowie, founder of the South African Cloth Nappy Users Association, otherwise known as SACNU your online hub for all things cloth nappy. The SACNU Facebook community started in 2013, but grew so rapidly that Catherine realized the need for a solid information service provider for parents starting out on their cloth nappy journey. Catherine is the proud and probably tired mom of three little ones. She lives right here in Johannesburg and now joins us on the line. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, we um, we were just discussing my very flawed and failed attempt at cloth napping. And my very ignorant <laughs> uh, approach to cloth napping. And so we're here to pick your brain. But first, we, uh, we mentioned your kid's situation a little bit earlier. But tell us more specifically, who lives in your house and who calls you mom? All right, I'm the mom of three children. My oldest is about to turn six. Uh, my little girl in the middle is about to turn four, and then I have a little two-and-a-half-year-old that uh, completes our family. Oh, love it. And the, their names, if you don't mind us asking? Uh, Jack, Mackenzie, and Ewan. Oh, oh what nice, nice names. Guys. And nice gap between okay. them as well. No, yeah. Brave. Uh, well, <laughs> I had... Uh, at one point, I had three under the age of three and a half. So <laughs> quite a close gap between yeah. them. Got it. Got it. So how was that getting getting through that? You're still alive. so And you managed I, to use cloth nappies. <laughs> I did. I, I am very well still alive. Uh, it was crazy and chaotic in the early days. But uh, at this stage, it's actually wonderful because they're so close in age and they're such good friends. Oh, that's lovely. Um, maybe I should get started again, Charlene. <laughs> Are those ovaries warming up, Sam? Oh, they're, they're warming up, but they don't like tingle like other women. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, mine are definitely closed. They're done. They're done. I feel you, mine Catherine. I feel you. I, this factory's closed. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. <laughs> Okay, on to the good stuff, guys. Uh, Kath, as mentioned, you are the founder of the South African Cloth Nappy Users Association. I'm guessing you saw a little gap in the local market when you decided to to start on your cloth, na- cloth nappy journey. So, firstly, my question is, what's what got you going on this nappy journey in the first place? Well, uh, when I was pregnant with my first baby, I was living in Malaysia. My husband uh, had a job there. there. There was no work for me, so I was a full-time housewife. Um, and as one does, when you're expecting your first child, you are exploring the internet for every kind of piece of advice or information that you can possibly use. And I stumbled across a Malaysian Facebook group that was dedicated to helping people use cloth nappies. I, I I loved it, but I struggled because most of it wasn't in English. 
Uh, and I thought, wouldn't it be amazing if we could have a community like this in South Africa? And so I started a Facebook group that just had, at the time it had my mom, uh, my, one of my best friends who wasn't pregnant at the time. And I, I emailed a couple of retailers and that was when Amanda, who at the time owned, a, um, owned Doodle Bums, uh, she joined and she had a number of friends that she added. And um, it's grown since then, and I think we're sitting on about 14,000 members yeah, at it's, the moment. Listen, the cloth nappy community in South Africa is a force to be reckoned with. I it's mean, actually quite mm. lovely. It's really, it's really heartwarming to see how moms are standing together for what they stand for. It's really nice. And like people on the group, they they sh- share pictures and ask mm. questions, and and all the various groups you know th- that you guys have. I just I love the community, but I got to right. say, <laughs> it was it was very overwhelming for me, and there's so much to it, and so that's what what we want to hear more of. But tell us first before we get to the difficulties about the 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 benefits you know we we Charlene and I briefly touched on the huge environmental and cost benefits and how guilty we feel mm. genuinely mm. um so there's that and please tell us more as well as some other benefits to being a cloth nappy mom all right well i'll start with the one that most people understand and that's certainly the environmental aspect of it um we know that disposables seem to take about 500 years to decompose Somebody once pointed out that if Shakespeare had been in disposable nappies, they'd probably still be in the ground now. Um, and so cloth nappies, of course, don't um, contribute towards landfills. Mm. Um, saving from a savings perspective, uh, we estimate that if you, like, for example, with my three children, I estimate that I probably saved about 44,000 rand yeah, uh, with amazing. three kids which is amazing. Of course, that doesn't always ring true for everybody because not everybody buys the most affordable. There are some cloth nappies that are very expensive mm. and those people don't end up saving a whole lot of money, but that's certainly an option for people who are looking for cost-saving uh, methods. And then uh, one of the other things a lot of people are drawn to is that it's just softer and gentler on babies. Mm. You know, you and I are not walking around in plastic panties, and so we think that it may be more comfortable for our baby to be wearing cotton. Right. Um, and then, and then there are no chemicals against the skin. Mm. So that's certainly. And then, of course, there's the cuteness factor mm-hmm. that they come in these adorable prints with little elephants and zebras, and you can get them in Disney characters now. And so they can almost replace pants. In Honestly, summer. yeah, the sky's the freaking limit. Those there are some are really so cute gorgeous. things. I've seen some really <laughs> cute ones as well. Oh, gosh. So, okay, benefits aside, what were some of the challenges that you faced in your journey, Catherine? Well, I think for a lot of moms, it's the time. Uh, when am I going to have time to do the washing, mm. uh, particularly for moms who don't have full-time help? Uh, and if you work full-time... That can, that can be a challenge. I do think that it gets easier once you understand the the system and you understand how they work. It becomes slightly less overwhelming. Uh, and one of the things that I have learned in the six years that I've been using cloth nappies is that you can't go terribly wrong with them. You know, you can, although there's all this information about don't do this and don't do that, a lot of the time you can wash your cloth nappies in the washing machine uh, you can hang them up in the sun. You can tumble dry them occasionally on low. 
and and it's not as much work as one would expect. But of course, that is a major challenge. You know, when do I find the time to to wash them? And then the biggest question that I always get asked is, what do you do with the poo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have these, yeah, I have this cute little thing that's on my baby skin and now I've got all this solid stuff on it and what do I do with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so one, one of the easiest ways is to get a bidet sprayer or a high pressure hose installed in your bathroom. Mm. You then hang the nappy over the toilet and you high pressure um, hose any of the solids off and into the toilet and then they can go straight into your washing machine. The other option is to do is to use liners, which I think a lot of people do use for daycare. And then the liner can just be pulled off and thrown away. Mm. Um, and so then the wash, then the nappy can be washed. Uh, so I think, and then of course, it can be a little bit overwhelming initially because there are so many different types. And there's this great fear of what happens if I, if I choose the wrong one? Or what happens if it leaks all the time? Or what happens if my daycare doesn't like it? Uh, and so it, it is a little bit of trial and error in the beginning. Uh, but we do find that most people who kind of persevere with it eventually find it's not as difficult as they think it is. I suppose like with anything parenting related, you once you, get, once you get going on it, you figure it out and you just make do. You just get through it. That's it. Exactly. So, Kath, I um, was speaking earlier about just how not a domestic goddess I am. I'm really bad and my I bought a a really beautiful cloth nappy to try out on on my baby and I the first wash I mess it up really badly. <laughs> the elastic oh, no. kind, kind of came I think it was too warm and I was just I and I, I just was completely over I felt useless. Do you know how some people say motherhood either makes you vulnerable or it empowers you? Mm. In the mm. first year, it comp- it it rendered me. Abs- I felt like such a fuck up. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so I um, and that what that was the beginning of the end for me. So, firstly, if you could just give us this, the, a crash course, I've been I've been told that it's actually a lot easier than what I think it is. So, just in a, a gentle wash or like instructions for. That that are, is there like a blanket thing that you just like you shouldn't have made it so hot, Sam, or you shouldn't have you know. And then if you could like, there's all in ones, there's snap on all the different types. I find that very overwhelming. That like, it's it's my mind yeah. boggles, and I just so I mean, I think you can really. If, uh, I'm going to steer moms to your website once we're done, obviously. But if could you give a crash code for people who are like even more useless at this than what we are <laughs> and have no freaking clue. What what sure. are some of the very basics that right. moms need to know? Well, the, the first step is that you probably don't want to buy a complete set of one tap. So don't go and spend your 3,000 rand on pocket nappies only mm. because it's unlikely that, is going, that that will definitely be the one that you like. So what we almost always recommend is that people start off with a kind of starter pack. So you would have one pocket, maybe one all-in-one and one fitted with a cover, for example. And then you can try it out over time. And I, I can use a personal example. When I first decided to use cloth nappies, I had, I had one brand in mind. I had seen them on the internet. They had these cute little panda prints, and that was the one I was going to get. And so I went in and I bought 12 of these things. And actually, they ended up not working at all for me. 
uh, I found that they leaked a little bit. They didn't. They, they needed a something extra. They needed extra boosting, or they needed the cover, and it just didn't suit me. Mm. And so, as a result of that, I always advise people to just you to start off with a bit of a variety. Um, so I'll, I will explain the main types very basically. So you, you get a pocket nappy, and that literally has a pocket that you insert the insert into. Um, it doesn't really matter what the outer looks like. The thing that stops the nappies from leaking are the inserts. So it's a very important that you have enough absorbency. So you might be able to look on the internet and find a cheap nappy for 60 rand, but it's unlikely that that's got enough absorbency to actually last a significant amount of time. Mm -hmm. So you would you could take a pocket nappy and you would need to buy probably two inserts that you would be able to put into that. And there are different types of inserts, uh, which I probably won't spend too much time on except to say that Natural fibers tend to be more absorbent. So that's things like cotton or hemp or bamboo, as opposed to synthetics like microfiber, for okay. example. Yeah. Uh, you then get an all-in-one, which is where everything is sewn together. You don't stuff anything. You don't snap anything out. This is high, highly convenient. It can sometimes take a little bit longer to dry because the inserts are all sewn together. Uh, but it, it also depends on how it's designed. So like some all-in-ones have flaps that flap open, and so they would dry a little bit quicker. Uh, you, you also get a fitted, and this is not usually waterproof, uh, but it's very, very absorbent. So a lot of people will use those for nighttime, uh, and then you would have to buy mm -hmm. a cover, a waterproof mm -hmm. cover that goes over that. Um, and then the last one that I'll mention is a pre-fold or a flat. And these tend to be a little bit more old style. They need a little bit of folding. But it's amazing how they have become very popular in the last, I would say, year or two. And I think it's because they tend to be cheap. Uh, they dry really quickly because you can open them up. And they're not as complicated or difficult as people think. But they do require a technique that one folds and then you snappy them on. Mm. Um, they're also not waterproof. Uh, so you would need to have a cover over and above that. And, and then there are a few others which are, you know, but I think that's probably a basic overview of the main task. Yeah, I've seen people with the the prefolds or the, not the prefolds, the folded ones. They actually, I mean, if you run out of a nappy, the, those are the moms that are like, oh, I can use the receiving blankets. And a lot of them often have that as backup, which is just so exactly. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. If, I mean, if a, a, a disposable mom runs out of nappies, you're kind of screwed. Mm. You know, <laughs> that is true. And I find that I use those sort of old style flats uh, when I travel because they are really super light. They don't take up a lot of space, and they're most amazing as because that they dry quickly because you can open them fully up and hang them up on the line. So, so Kath, we also have you and I both have uh, kids. The the your lot Lamiki or not lot Lamiki, your last little one and my uh, boy are the same age, and he's mm -hmm. we like <sighs> struggling with potty training and that. How did you find with the three of yours? And you know, uh, was potty training any different with a cloth nappy baby? And um, you know, are you are you sad to soon to be coming to an end? Assuming, <laughs> assuming you are still not at all. 
really. <laughs> <laughs> I do love class nappies and I love using them, but I am very much looking forward to potty training. Okay. Um, I, I don't actively potty train. I, I kind of have the attitude that my children learn to walk and so therefore mm. they will learn to go to the toilet as well. Mm, that's nice. Uh, but in terms of whether I think it's any different with class nappies, I think it's each child to their own. Uh, some people say that you can train a little bit easier if you use cloth nappies because your child is used to the wetness. But I certainly know children that have used cloth nappies that have not potty trained early. You do get uh, training pants that are cloth nappies and they pull up and they've got little snaps on the side. And what's nice about that is that if your child does make an accident, and there's solids in the nappy, you're not pulling it down the leg with a smear all down the ah, leg. Cool, you can just yeah. unsnap, you can snap them off on the sides, which is a bit easier, but they are pull up and pull down. Um, but I, I think that um, most most parents that I have, that I know just transition from a cloth nappy into underpants when the child shows interest and when the child is ready. That's brilliant. You know what I do find is a lot of the, the cloth nappy moms are, and this is, we're trying with this, the great equalizer to kind of avoid the mommy war situation, you know, so it's disposable against cloth nappies and breastfeeding yeah. against formula. And I find that the cloth nappy moms are more the au naturel and those who breastfeed and extended breastfeed and that it against this. And while I'm more the au naturel mom, and so it would have been actually been more natural for me to to go the cloth nappy route, you know. So mm. I, I want to kind of dispel this in the same way that moms can can mix formula and breastfeeding. Is it possible to mix disposables and to just mix it up, you know? Absolutely. I think that there are a number of moms that use cloth nappies part-time. They maybe send disposables to school or they use disposables at night. Mm. Uh, some will use cloth nappies when they're at home, but they'll use disposables when they're traveling. It certainly is, you know, if, they, if you've used one cloth nappy a day, you've saved one disposable from going into right. the landfill. I was just going to say, uh, every small effort makes a difference. So yes. it's nice. And there are certainly a number who particularly use both when they are learning. So you would buy your maybe your three or four cloth nappies that you're going to test out. And when those are wet, you switch back to disposables. And then you're spending a week trying them out. And then you think, okay, I like this. So now this month I'm going to buy three or four more. Oh, but I still don't have enough. So let me switch to disposables at nighttime. I think, I think that a number of moms are doing that. And as you say, you know, we, every little bit counts. Mm. 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 So then to wrap up, uh, Catherine, what words of advice would you give to moms interested in taking this route? Uh, the first one I would give is to join our community. Uh, we get no financial benefit from you joining. Our, ben our community is really just about supporting moms and it's about providing a space where you can bounce ideas off. So you can say, oh, I'm really struggling with this one. It's not doing this. It's making this. And mm -hmm. uh, there's normally a wealth of advice and suggestions that you can get on our community. Uh, if you're not interested in joining the Facebook group, you could certainly look online. You could try to test out, test out different types of, of styles, uh, different brands. I know that some companies offer sort of like a trial period a rent where you can rent them out to oh, test them. Cool. So that's an option. And then you're yeah, ready to just 
jump in and give it a bash. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with all things parenting. You know, you've got to try it in order to see whether it works for you. Exactly. And so, so that's really what we say. Don't don't spend too much time analyzing which style is going to suit me or which brand must I do. Just start. And uh, I think most of the time people find that it's not quite as difficult as they think. That's good. That's very helpful. Yeah, Kath, if moms want to know more, where exactly can they find you? Uh, So we have a website, uh, which is called, which is www.technew.com. And we also have a Facebook group that is called South African Cloth Nappy Users Group. And it's a private group, so you you kind of have to accept it into it. Yes, you'd have to request to join, and there are a number of security questions. Which is nice. Because we have, yes, because we have pictures of babies, Mm, mm. um, and we have quite a lot of sort of intimate baby questions that are asked, Uh, we do screen people before letting them in. So ladies, listeners, even dads listening, here is another community and a forum of uh, moms, and I'm sure there are some dads probably, or or do you? you Yes. Yes. They are dads and grannies and grandpas. Yeah, wow. so th- there's there's a whole community out there that are ready to help you out with your little cloth bum. So I really want to encourage you to, to go for it and don't give up as easily as what I did. Um, Kat, thank you so much for, for you know, telling us everything that you know you you need to know to get started and for just lending us your time and your brain and whatnot i think you're exactly what what people need and guys this website is actually full of information washing tips and tricks hacks um and then of course i mean yeah everything you need to know is on you so go for it thank you very much for having me thank you for your time keep well catherine thanks bye Now, a very helpful word from our sponsor. Guys, our sponsor today is quite apt, especially after our discussion today. For those of you interested in exploring cloth nappies, but perhaps deathly scared of that poo situation, we have on the line Busy Bottoms Nappy Service founder, Jenna Faye Rowland, to tell us more. Welcome, Welcome Jenna. Jenna. How are you? Hi, guys. <laughs> Fine, thanks to you. Oh, so good. And we're so psyched to have you on the line because... We are just totally <laughs> on board with the service that you offer and we cannot wait to get stuck into hearing all about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. So, so obviously you're a mom because we'd be hard-pressed to find yes. anyone in this business who doesn't understand exactly what they're dealing with. So tell us about your little ones who lives in your house. So I've got 18-month-old twin boys, uh, Blake and Tyler, (laughs) and they were the yeah, (laughs) they were the the reason that the whole like cloth nappy situation kind of came about. They're the inspiration behind it, I guess. Um, And yeah, we live with my partner Ross and our three rescue dogs. Oh, what are what are their names? Uh, Ed, Eddie, he's a, a they, well, they're all rescues, but he's the most squiff rescue you've ever come across. <laughs> Bless his heart. Um, <laughs> then 
then there's Spanner and Roxy. I love Spanner. That's, That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and your boys? What, yeah. what are your boys' names, if you don't mind and us asking? Blake, Blake and Tyler. Oh, you did say. Mm. Here's me yeah, listening Blake with half Tyler. Mm, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No worries. They've just gone 18 months and so busy. Yeah. Listen, I don't know how you are a class nappy user. I don't know how you do it with twins. I don't even know how people manage with twins. Full stop. Not even, I'm not, I don't even want to mention like how do you breastfeed twins? How do you manage class nappies with twins? Uh, my kids are 23 months apart. Well, they're two years apart for, let me just say yeah. that because that's the, that, who the hell talks in months? But anyway, they're two years apart and I get my ass kicked by them on the daily. My daughter is a year and a half old so 19 months old and mm-hmm. she's difficult on her own so how do you do it like what turned you in into a cloth nappy user or a cloth nappy mom with twins yeah so well the whole thing was is that when they were born literally you can go through about 100 nappies a week so disposable nappies yeah. i'm talking about yes. yeah. um and like after the first few weeks Literally, I mean, after, like during the night, you know, you're changing like every three hours and whatever. And wake up in the morning and there'd literally be this pile of disposables next to the bed that we were ready to getting ready to chuck out. That's very true. And, and I was like, gosh, there's got to be another way. Like this is, it, it, to me, it was just like heartbreaking throwing all of this rubbish out mm. each day. Um, and like each week, a hundred disposable nappies that I was just creating sort of a thing. Mm. Um, so I was, that, that's when I then started to look into class nappies and, um, was pleasantly like surprised because I was looking back to like when my mom sort of used cloth nappies, you right. know, and it was those Terry toweling nappies mm-hmm. and pins and, and all of that. And then found that actually, they're not like that. Any, I mean, you could still use those versions, but they're actually really, really cute and they're a lot simpler to use. Yeah, I suppose user, more so, user-friendly also. Yes, yeah. So then I got them, just a few to kind of start out with to see if I would be able to do it um, and was pleasantly surprised by actually how easy it was to do. Um, and so progressed and built up my stash and everything else until I had enough and it became a little bit of an addiction of purchasing <laughs> nappies. What, what are your favorite um, ones? Do they have like a picture that you love or is it the brand that you I love? love I, so I love different brands. Um, I do have like one of my favorite brands is from the States. I think, think they're absolutely amazing. Um, they're called Thirsties. And I love their nap. They've got a natural range. Um, okay. So I love I love theirs. Um, but I also love loads of local ones. Like there's fantastic local brands um, that I use on my boys as well. And you can because you get such fun like pictures, like prints, and mm-hmm. you can get you can go a little bit crazy. It can become a bit of a problem. <laughs> um, and yeah, so then I was like chatting to you know not it's not for everybody I get that a lot of people are are just really it's not for them um but I was chatting to some moms in like our moms and babes group that we went to weekly and they were like yeah we like the idea of cloth nappies and stuff you know we get like there's benefits for the environment and all this sort of stuff but we just literally are not keen on the washing Mm. if someone else could do the washing for us that would be great. And that started to get my brain ticking 
a little bit and I started to think that, you know, a lot of moms are, they love the idea of class. And when you speak to so many of them, they are just all, majority are just put off by the washing. They don't have the time, the effort or whatever the case may be, or they're not, it, it is, the washing is a learning curve as well. That's, it's quite like a, there's quite a science that goes into it, you know. If you don't wash properly, you can get spilled up and all of that. So, oh God, that was my worst to, nightmare in reading the, the um, instructions. That's why I washed mine so quickly. I didn't wait for all of them. I just washed it with this deep wash because I read so <laughs> much about the, like, ammonia buildup. And that yes. smell terrified me so i was like no can't. i'm gonna wash i'm gonna wash it and i washed the shit out of it and the elastic just went snap <laughs> literally washed the shit out of it <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah so yeah it is there is like a learning curve to the washing part of it and stuff and then you know moms who are they start out with like great intentions then things go wrong you know mm. and then they're like uh-uh, actually this is too much work and Quite frankly, disposables are super easy. They are convenient. You don't have to stress about anything. Mm. So, you know, if then if something goes wrong, then they're not so keen to kind of pursue it and maybe troubleshoot and stuff like that. So I was like, well, if we can offer something to the public where they don't have to do all of that. And, you know, I've been through all of the trial and error already. Mm-hmm. I can kind of you know, offer my expertise to them and they literally then don't have to worry about a thing. It's put put the nappy on your baby and take it off your baby and that's it. Well, that's great because everything with, with parenting is just difficult and there's a struggle with most things. So if you can find someone that is willing or capable of making your life easier, why not? So can you tell us and our listeners, how does your business work exactly? Do you provide your own brands of nappies? Um, this, I suppose this is a bit of a loaded question. So let's start with how does your business work and then we'll move on to the other questions. Mm. Okay, perfect. So how it works is basically we offer like three different options, should I say. So if you are completely new to class nappies, you like you have no idea where to start sort of a thing, we will offer um, like to come in and we do like a little demo for you and talk you through the range of nappies that are on offer um, so that you can get an idea of things. And then we offer, you can technically rent a stash from us. Um, and Mm. then you can so you'll use those like nappies so say for instance on like a Monday I will come past and I'll drop off your first batch of 40 nappies Um, and then you'll go through those nappies and then however many you use and stuff you put into um, the wet liner bag and on say Thursday I will come by and I'll pick up the dirty ones that you've used and drop off another 40 nappies of clean ones. Then you as that one person will have your 80 nappies in your rotation. So in that week, you now have all your nappies. And then however many you put out. So if you only put out 10 the following week, I'll pick up those 10 and you get 10 back. Okay. Um, because you've got all your nappies basically. Yeah, you need and to. It's ideal for you to have forty at a time, like mm-hmm. with you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then yeah. So however many you use, then I will wash and clean and bring back to you on a biweekly basis. So technically, generally every like three days, 
um, I will pick up and collect and drop off a new batch for you. Then uh, we also offer for people who want to have their own stash of nappies. So they understand class nappies, they know what they want, they're keen, you know, they're 100% but they just don't want to do the washing. Um, Then we offer a wash your stash. Okay. So Like a laundry service. 100%. And that works like in exactly the same way, it's just your nappies. So then we just pick up your dirty nappies and then drop off the clean ones. Okay. And what service options do you offer? Like, uh, is there, uh, does it work on a weekly, monthly? Do you get uh, sign up for three months or explain to us how that works? Okay. So if you're doing on the rental service, um, so you're going to use my nappies, I require you to sign up just for a minimum of four weeks. Um, more so, it's purely because I think that that gives you ample time to really get the feel of it. Yes, you, you can't know, just do it for you, like a week and then you can't really figure out whether it's for you or not. Yeah. Mm. And it's also, then if you do have problems, I can come and I can help you. You know, you can troubleshoot a little bit if you're having fit issues or whatever. You know, I can really talk you through it. And I think it's, you know, like you say, a week is just a little too short to kind of gauge, you yeah. know, gauge gauge any of those problems and stuff. So I think it's a nice way that we can then bounce off each other and we can change things. If you're not happy maybe with a particular brand of nappy, you don't like it, then we can swap something else and things like that. So okay. I require if you renting then just to do a month um, upfront and then after that you can go on to a weekly basis or we can continue on a monthly basis. Most of my clients then will continue on like a monthly basis. It's just easier, more convenient for them. But you can go on to a weekly basis. And then the washer staff is up to you, like on a weekly basis and as and when you need. It doesn't have to be, there's no contracts in place or anything like that. Uh, okay. Like if you completely, if you normally have your washing down pads and you're fine, but you realize you're going to have a busy week, then that mom can call yes. on you and be like, 100%. I need help this week. Okay, cool. Yeah. Also, you know, like maybe moms to a class moms and then they're expecting their second one and they're going into hospital and they know that, you know, they're oh, not going to yeah. be at home for a certain period of time and, you know, it's just going to be dad at home with the baby or whatever, their first one and stuff. So they can call on me to, you know, in that interim period just to keep on top of it so they don't come out of hospital and into a nice load of washing. <laughs> <laughs> that's good thinking spoken like a pro yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's what makes it such a good service because it's four four moms by a mom so mm. you know exactly what moms need you've thought ahead on our behalf i love it i also think that um i it would have made a huge difference to me had i had a person i mean the facebook groups are great but sometimes when you're so overwhelmed, they can make things a bit worse, or at least for me, yeah. mm. you know. So they have Facebook groups really have their place if you have a specific question. But if I, I was just kind of like, I, I don't know anything. Mm. I know nothing and I don't yeah. I have no confidence. I was like whittled down to a little ball of anxiety. So to have you actually physically in the room with me showing me yeah. would have made all the difference back in those newborn days, I feel. Hundred, because you are, you are. I mean, you know absolutely nothing when you bring this little newborn home. I mean, it is such a learning curve as is, you know. Mm. And they they basically teach you. I mean, you're like, okay, well, are you hungry? Do you need this? Do you need <laughs> that? You know, you go through a whole process of elimination. And the last thing you do want is now you're like, geez, am I actually doing this other part correctly? Um, and it is nice to have someone to kind of hold your hand and not make you feel like an idiot. I think is the. Yeah. Is the because you like you know 
washing shouldn't be that hard, really. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> or putting well, on a nappy you, shouldn't make it shouldn't be that difficult. Unless sort of you're the thing. domestic and goddess in life that I am. <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just so much about being a new mom or a mom that can be intimidated and uh, intimidating and overwhelming. So yeah. to just have one less thing be make you feel that way is amazing. And 100%. I can hear by our discussion that you are very passionate about this and that you just want to help all of your customers and even moms who are considering it, that it doesn't yeah. have to be difficult. And it, this, it's not this, all the stereotypes uh, uh, tied to cloth nappies. It doesn't have to be that anymore. So it's in the education. No, 100%. Th- that's it. You know, and that's what I found, like, just even amongst, you know, say my moms and – Um, like babes, friends and stuff like that. I find, you know, a lot of them, like how I was initially, I didn't know any better. So you have this preconception of what cloth nappies are and you're just like, oh, no, I don't feel like those terry-tiling kind of nappies. And I think there is, you know, a lot of people don't know that they've come such a long way and that they are really actually so much easier than people think that they are, Mm, you know. mm. Um, so it's just trying to get people like to give them the opportunity to try it out and also you don't then have to like invest in a stash and think oh well you know what a month down the line it actually isn't for me and then you've wasted and you haven't, money yeah, yeah on, on that like stash of, of nappies and stuff and you can be like cool I've tried it it isn't for me you know happy days and stuff or I'm totally convinced yeah. Like so long as you do the washing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a you can you can test drive the the car a bit before you before you buy. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Tell, yes, tell exactly. us, um, Jenna, you uh, how do they generally just mail you to sign up or and when they are when they have when when mom moms have signed up for your service do they like text you weekly? How do they arrange the collections of their of their stashes or how does it work? So generally they, they email me, um, like get in touch and to, to find out about the service and then I'll get in touch with them, um, by email to find out if they want me to come in and do like a little demo and, and discuss everything with them and show them like the nappies that we use, um, and arrange a date or a meeting, um, to set up. I can come to their home mm-hmm. and, then I talk them through everything. Um, if baby isn't there, so if they are still pregnant, um, mm. then we try and arrange it before they go into hospital. And then they just let me know when they're ready for me to like come and do like a, a demo on baby, for instance. Okay. Um, so then I can show them like fit and all of that on their little baby so that, you know, they feel completely comfortable mm. when I walk out, basically. And then, yeah, no, then they can message me. I tell them, please message me. And with any problems that you have, if send me pictures if you're concerned about, you know, does this look right? Is this mm. okay? Am I doing this right and stuff? And I'll, you know, have a look and get back to you with any queries that you have. Um, and yeah, so basically that way is how I've kind of done it Up until for now. now. Okay, and then yeah. what areas in and around Johannesburg do you offer your services? Pretty much everywhere. So I'm happy to go pretty much in most of Joburg. Oh, that's um, love it. Okay, really nice. as far as Pretoria or not yet? 
Yes. No, as far as Pretoria. Awesome. Okay. That's amazing. So, yeah, so I'm happy to. And then I typically try and um, schedule like my area days. Um, So if you're in a certain area and I've got other clients in that area, I will try and see if it's, obviously if it's convenient for you, but say, okay, I typically do this area on a Monday. Can Mm -hmm. I come through on a Monday and we can arrange a time? Um, that I can collect nappies from you or whatever, but yeah, we work. I'm pretty flexible and stuff, but so but we work on on um, what works for them basically. Oh, that's um, so just lovely. so long as we can get them twice a week, yes, like, and and for like three days in between each drop off. Okay. Um, then yeah, but otherwise it's pretty pretty flexible. Janet, you mentioned going to the hospital or um, sort of consulting with moms who are still pregnant. So I'm assuming you have, you know, the the newborn ones and then the the ones that are are sort of most size fits all, right? Yes, yeah. So we use we use different nappies, obviously, for um, the newborns. We tend to use fitted and flats for newborns, mm-hmm. and they cope better with the output. And then we also offer the one size fits most. Um, at the moment, currently, most of our clients are they tend to use disposables for like the newborn phase because they just feel it's just too much to kind of take on, you know, with as you come home from hospital and they're just not into it, and then they wait till baby's a bit bigger and then they'll jump in. Mm. Um, that's kind of what I've seen the trend at the moment, which is hundreds, whatever works mm. works for you. Mm. Um, but we do offer both. We like that. Oh, congrats on this business. It's an amazing, amazing initiative and one that I think Thank I needed uh, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's definitely getting on board with her when she's ready to have her next yeah, one. I this is going to be her. She's going to triumph. She's going to come back triumphantly yeah. over this, this challenge she lost. I think so. I lost the challenge. I'm coming back for you, Cloth Nappies. I'm coming back. My factory's closed, unfortunately. <laughs> but I have lots of friends who still have to have more babies. So they will be. I will oh, put them fantastic. on to you. And thankfully, fantastic. guys, listeners... Jenna and Busy Bottoms Nappy Service have a gift for our listeners. And I'm so excited by this. Jenna, do you want to do the honors? You can tell us about it. Yes. So we are going to offer um, all of your listeners a 30% discount off their initial um, month sign-up for their service, basically. So when they sign up for four weeks, they'll get 30% off their their monthly premium. Lacker. Thank you so much. That's amazing. So, guys, all you need to do is email info at busybottoms.co.za and tell Jenna that the Great Equalizer sent you. Easy as that, right? Yes. And then we're also going to put Super. all of this out in our in our uh, social media. So, listeners, look out for that. And um, we'll also send you to uh, Jenna's uh, Facebook uh, and social media pages. So, you can go and check out Busy Bottoms, but we'll give you all the info. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. We're so grateful for your time and we're so grateful that you thought of this damn service. (laughs) (laughs) Kudos to you. We'll be putting everybody in touch. And guys, don't forget to sign up for that 30% discount for the initial four weeks of service. Thanks, Jenna. Cheers. So, Sam, are you converted? I think so. But then you've always had your heart in, in it. It's just that you got derailed a little. Well, yeah. Like I, it's like I said, like if I, if I really look into my mommy heart, 
I'm like a crunchy mom of notes. I am the pureed, fresh, organic fruit, vegetables mom in my heart. I'm the extended breastfeeding mom in my heart. I am the, I don't want any like hormones or synthetics or anything on my child's body or infiltrate. And I mean, in this day and age, it's so hard to keep your child completely away from all the evils that are in the world and the harmful chemicals and the pollution and whatnot. So I've done what I can and I think that's the trick. Mm. If letting loose a little bit to be kinder to myself means in the beginning with Elijah to just cope. I'm going to shelve the cloth nappy idea. I cannot do it all. Then that's the one thing that I shelved. Mm. And perhaps with the help of Saknu and Jenna on my side, I I think I could do it. Exactly. Or at least try again. So I guess the bottom line then is that it's not that complicated. It's, no. It shouldn't be so intimidating. And granted, if it is and it has been intimidating for you, there is help. Yeah. There's help out there. There are people now like Busy Bottoms who can take the troubles away. Yes. <laughs> and you don't have to be a domestic goddess. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Let someone else deal with the literally the, the shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she'll take up all the other shit in my life? The I'm, like proverbial shit. I'm in my pretty life? sure. Look, she's got twins. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's she's gonna draw the line at. Okay. I, I'll take your nappies, but the rest is your problem, okay. honey. <laughs> she might give you a shoulder to cry. Well, she seems very. I get nice, that sense maybe. from her. Like she, you can confide in her, but she can't solve all your problems. Okay. Well, how about we do this? How about we keep talking? That sounds like a good idea. I know of a lot of our followers and listeners. I see them on Facebook. I see them post about their cloth nappy journeys. So hit us up. Tell us about it. Tell us what you agree with and what you disagree with. And you know what we want? We really want a picture of your cloth nappy bums. Yes. Even if you don't want to put your baby's face in the picture, just send us those cute bottoms with the pictures. We want to really Please. just have our little ovaries clap hands. <laughs> 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 Guys, um, you know this. Again, if you want to chat with us, weigh in on something, swear, rant, cry, laugh, DM us a voice note on Instagram at the Great Equalizer Podcast. And it's the uh, same handle on Facebook. Yes, you can record one on your phone also and you can just email it to us, thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com. Even if it is a funny story about a poo explosion or how uh, you thought you had nailed something in a cloth nappy scenario and didn't quite, whether you forgot to put the insert in or whatever, tell us interesting stories. We want to know that we are okay human beings for not having it down <laughs> to a T when it comes to cloth nappies. Yeah, if you washed your pre Precious wham nappy with a cute little, you know, fox decoration and whatnot, and you, you like burnt it to smithereens in the flipping hot wash, and it's extended the elastic. And don't make don't make me sit in this alone, people. <laughs> I want to see your domestic goddess moments. I want to see them. And you know what? I think if you are a cloth nappy mom and you're doing it and you're doing the thing and you're in it. Then you're already bombing at momming. Exactly. Yeah. 
So that cloth bum pick Hashtag bombing at momming. Yeah. Do it now. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget to tag us so we can see. Your support is so important to us. We say this every week. You have no idea how much every like, love, or interaction with you means to us. Um, it really helps us grow our uh, community and makes us feel a sense of community. And if that's how we feel, all the other moms out there that listen and follow us feel exactly the same way. And I've been seeing those subscribers rolling in. Thanks, guys. I just I love how this little community is growing. And don't forget to review us on Apple Podcasts or rate us on Facebook. It just, we do a little happy dance every yes. time we get a review. For sure. The more we've seen, the better this podcast will do and the better we'll be for you. And then just a reminder too, we have that competition with Twist Shake still running. Okay, if you deep down like me, deep down, are a crunchy mom, all natural, you're doing all the things... You want this twist shake. It's going to make your pureed life much, much easier because you're going to have a six-in-one processor with this competition. Exactly. Yeah, man. You're going to have busy bottoms sorting out your poo nappies. You won't have to wash. You're going to have this twist shake, food processor. We are making your life easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Making crunchy mom's dreams come true since 2018. So the rules are simple, (laughs) moms and dads who are listening. You just like or follow The Great Equalizer on Facebook or Instagram and do the same with twist shake. Then tag a fellow mom or mom-to-be in the comments and share to your stories or share the post on, on Facebook for an extra entry. And don't forget to tag us so that we know that you've done all the things. This competition runs until 12 p.m. on 30 August and the terms and conditions will apply. So guys, that's it for this week. Until next time, keep, keep your, your mom game strong. For more on today's show, please head on over to our website at www.thegreatequalizerza.com or catch us on Instagram at The Great Equalizer Podcast or on Facebook. If you want something a little more personal, email us at thegreatequalizer.za at gmail.com and we'll get back to you.